Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 96 yeah, of the Gen Gaming Podcast. I'm your host with the game this week. I am Tyler. I am joined by the usual freaks and geeks out there. We have the geek, Jack. Hello. Uh-huh. I'm actually here. He is here. <laughs> you're oh, much, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it's kind of like a little bit of a, well, I wouldn't say I call it a joke. I would just call it a last minute type of delay that happened to me yesterday. I had like a high wind warning and stuff going to an effect in the uh, where I live, and that basically knocked off my internet cable and uh, phone operation things for like a better part of a few hours. And it was mostly inconvenient since it was like right around the 5:45, like just you know the read, you know the recording the time, time where we generally go to try to record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the, the time, just the important time on a Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. And then as soon as the thing finally came back up is the time you guys finally start quitting. <laughs> it's like, okay, I think we'll do this tomorrow. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, yeah, it's like, I, we get a tweet from him, like, at, I want to say 1 p.m. my time, so noon. Yeah, be, noon exactly. And like 9 a.m. It's like, okay, so he's really amped up to, he wants to record or not. Me and uh, Ginger Boy well, here. Thing. Are, like, I wanted to record it. <laughs> me and Ginger Boy are sitting in our uh, desk or uh, sitting where we're, we record right now. And, and let me guess, playing you waited for Stone, about an hour. And he was playing, I don't know what that was, probably MLB the show. Hmm? No, I was trying to watch The Flash. <laughs> and, oh, you were watching The Flash? I was trying to, anyways. And probably about 50 minutes later, I was like, yeah, fuck it, he ain't coming. And we gave up. Pretty much. But yeah, other than that, though, it's just been like, uh, it's been really kind of a roller coaster ride throughout the last week since uh, we got done recording episode 95. Yeah, I just decided, like, on Saturday, like, on, like, late Friday night and stuff, like, I just wanted to do something different. So I decided not to visit Facebook at all for a better part of the week since I wanted to be type of kind of away from that whole social which is our only communication stuff. source so yes that'd well be no great. no 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 it's not the only communication source we do have I mean we do have Twitter we do how have, often like, do we uh, uh, private message each other on Twitter hardly Twitter never. has private messaging okay <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny if Tyler was I think it's just called uh, Snapchat which I think is also uh, I thought that's just where some dick pics yeah, that's all it really is. It's new pics. It's like some guy tells yes. me to get on Snapchat. And it's like, I don't want to see a picture of your junk. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what that app is used for, too, more well, I mean, often than not. Somebody's you see like, one, you got to see them all. So. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> of course not. I was like, if I want to see Snapchat, I was like, okay, uh, 10 seconds. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, I could have forgot. Lock it in. Like, just do a quick snap. Now have your pigs forever. Yeah. On the internet. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why you just didn't send them to me in text. Come on, you have my number. <laughs> oh, also, we have our uh, the Jordan of jargon. We got Jake. I, figure you're I think talking. I'm considered a freak in your... Uh, you're supposed to be a freak. That's fine. I didn't want to be rude. I, I, I thought about it after I said it. I'm like, I don't want to call him a freak. But, I mean, you're from the <laughs> South, so, I mean, it's pretty much implied. Yeah. Wait. Touché. One second. One second, guys. One second. If I can do it here. There we go. How dare you open your beer to, to my introduction? 
<laughs> I'll probably do for the, um, at the beginning of the show. Anyway, but uh, um, doing good. Uh, had some ups and downs last uh, weekend. I went to Iron Gaming's event in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like Thursday, I did a meeting with him and all that good jazz. Like everything was going well. Yep. Thursday, uh, or Thursday night, like when I was in my hotel room, like I had this like super massive anxiety attack. Like it, it came from a mixture of my inhaler wasn't my medicine wasn't working. My hotel room was shitty. A hobo would not stop screaming. Yeah, Ginger Boy would not stop screaming outside my window <laughs> for two and a half hours straight. Well, you won't let me in. I was drunk, lonely. You want to answer my Snapchats? <laughs> to be fair, I did send you a pic. I did send you a text, asshole, and you did not reply. You said it like <laughs> 10 o'clock on a Thursday night. I'm asleep. I sent it at 7.45. No, you did not. Let me look at my phone. I don't have that text. It's funny he has not like that. Check it's like he deleted it because he knew he was in the wrong. No, I was... Dude, but, I'm old. I, I go to bed early. But, um... Like, I, and I did have to come back home uh, Friday. Like, so I didn't have to get to work the event, like... Like, from what I saw on Twitter, like, the people that were working there, like, kept posting pictures, like, it was streamed, like, Halo was streaming, or Halo was promoting it and all that, and I was like, 343 was promoting it, I don't know why I said Halo. Oh, yeah, because it was the Halo, uh, Twitter account. Oh, I see. But, uh, it's like, but what I did do, uh, Friday, after I got home, took a shower, went to see... The worst fucking horror movie ever. Uh, oh, you watched Unfriended, didn't you? I did watch Unfriended. Oh. Did you what poor you soul, Tyler? I, I thought you watched Fifty Shades of Grey. That's a <laughs> horror movie, not. Well, oh, with the Fifty H. Shades of Oliver Twist. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, it's actually, yeah. You got it. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. But yeah, but yeah, anyway. Um trying to avoid that topic. Anyway, <laughs> I watched uh that shitty movie. Um and the entire time I didn't give a damn about any of the people in there. Like I was sitting in the theater, like drinking my uh vodka and root beer uh drink. Oh man, the, the movie was that bad. You had to bring your own drinks. <laughs> I brought my own. Oh yeah, I stuck my own alcohol into the. Film. What else do you do in a movie theater? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. He just takes out his flask. It's like, yeah, this movie sucks. <laughs> no, I like stripped. I knew it was either going to be bad, and I was going to get drunk during it. It was going to be okay, and I was going to get drunk during it. <laughs> either way, I'm getting drunk. But every time, every time a teenage girl takes off her top, drink, <laughs> oh, which God. did not happen in that movie. It's PG thirteen. Wow. Yeah, it's... for a horror film, that's lame. That's tame. Well, it's a PG thirteen horror film. Come on. Yeah, that makes make, it lame. They don't make very many R rated movies anymore. Mm. Yeah, if they do, they're directed Excuses. by Rob Zombie. Oh, <laughs> oh I got chills. <laughs> But, anyway, it's like, I felt like, did not care about the characters at all in the movie. Like, 
all the teenagers or however, however old they were supposed to be, like, they were all fucked up. Like, they were all, like, assholes. Like, so, the whole point of the movie is, like, this girl... Hey, getting... just like average teenagers of modern-day well, yeah, America. Damn it, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the premise of the movie was uh, this girl killed herself, like, because okay. uh, her, quote, friends posted a video of her, like, doing some fucked up shit, like, basically embarrassed her. Okay. And everyone on, uh, like, all the comments, Facebook, uh, everywhere, Twitter, everywhere was... Basically telling her to go fucking die. Oh, boy. And uh, she killed herself. Then her spirit wanted revenge on her anniversary a year later. And I doubt you are going to see us, so spoiler alert. No. Spoiler alert. Three, two, one. She fucking Illuminati. She, she kills everybody. <laughs> and, uh, like, throughout the entire time, like, Q-list? Like, I don't need to see that. Anymore. <laughs> uh, well, I know you weren't really going to go watch it, were you? No, I don't care. No, it's also a terrible movie. Oh, oh, it is a very bad. Like it was interesting because the whole plot was it involves what we're doing right now, sitting in a Skype chat. Uh huh. But everyone had their videos on, and we don't want to see each other. Okay, so which <laughs> one of three of us is going to kill each other first? That's. <laughs> uh, I don't want to know. <laughs> no, but it's like it was. It was I'm probably gonna kill both y'all. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, anyway, like so ridiculous. Like it had an interesting premise. Like, all right, this is a cool premise, but like Hollywood, it was shit. <laughs> like, like all that. Like the ghost made them play a drinking game. Like, never have I ever. <laughs> <laughs> like they made them play never have I ever and like the ghosts made them hold up their hands and if they uh got like if all their fingers went down from never have I ever she the ghost killed them and like throughout okay. that entire fucking process like everyone was just betraying each other like they were all like freaking out like oh it's ridiculous like they were all what they admitted to was so fucked up that halfway through that little scene, I just like kill him fucking all. I don't care. Yeah, at this point you're rooting. You're rooting for the ghost. That's like the opposite <laughs> of like a horror film supposed to be. Exactly. That's what I was saying. It's like I think he even posted on Twitter. It's like, yeah, I'm rooting for the ghost the entire fucking time. <laughs> and uh, like at the end of the movie, uh, she rats out her boyfriend. Another spoiler, like to to their ghost, she kills him, and then basically calls bullshit on her, and then like then uh, uploads it to Facebook. Everyone tells her to go fucking die. Next thing you know, you see the laptop close, and the ghost just jump out. Like for the first time, you see the ghost. Or uh, and I actually just stood up and just clapped. <laughs> 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 like not even not even like the like the applause that people give in the movie. It was just like that slow, sarcastic clap. It's like thank you for wasting my time. <laughs> and everyone's like looking at you. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> that was a nearly empty movie theater. 
<laughs> at that point, I was pretty wasted. At that point, you're pretty wasted, and there's like nobody in the southern movie theater because they probably walked out. Like, oh, no one walked out, even though there was only six people in the theater. <laughs> only six people on opening on opening night. Six people. Oh my <laughs> god, dude! But after that, I did go see Furious Seven. Uh, you oh, made the I'm better so choice hey. of watching Furious Seven. Don't you dare spoil it. I'm not going. I'm not going to spoil for your seven. Awesome. I can't wait. I really want. Sad, but we I, all know why. I really want to see it, but I know I'm going to cry, and I don't want to go. To this, I don't want to cry in front of uh, random people. <laughs> random people. I would, I would go watch it because uh, I watched it um, last night. Like I went to see it twice. I, I watched it. I want to say last night or not before. And like I watched the IMAX experience with me. It was me, and probably about seven other people. Like it was amazing. Like I had the entire IMAX theater to myself, basically to oh, myself. Dude, it was oh, that was awesome. It's like that's the time I want a theater to myself is when I'm at IMAX, sitting in the dead middle, <laughs> and alcohol. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that sounds like a fun but, experience, minus the alcohol. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like a fast or Fast and the Furious movies. Definitely want to see an IMAX. If you're going to the theater to see it. Yeah, I've just been really tempted just to try to buy the whole complete set of the Fast and the Furious thing once I get a chance to. Uh, I'm, I'm, that's I'm the same way with me, Lord. Like, you had, like, that's curious, though. It's like, you know they're going to make more. Yeah. Yep. That's what pissed me off for buying those collections that come out every single freaking time they put out a new movie. Yep. Yeah. I, I was like... Like, uh, one of our buddies posted on Facebook when the, when, uh, Fury 7 went into theaters. Yeah. Day one, I think it was like day one. It's like, he had like the collector's edition of the first six movies. <laughs> yep. And it had a tire on it. And I was like, that is awesome. That is awesome. But now you have to fucking go buy the movie in three months. I don't know if I can wait. Maybe sooner than that, man. I mean, the movies it. are getting produced like really quick. No, it's uh, it's hard for any Blu-ray, so it's it's just straight date bullshit. Oh man, that's really bullshit. Yeah, plus there's no telling how long it's going to be in theaters because it's been what? It's two, three this weeks. Is the fastest growing movie, isn't it? It's it's yeah, like the seventh fastest, fastest like grossing like movie of all million. time. Yeah, I think it's it's already over a billion. So yeah, I mean, that's something. Wait until like uh the you know the Avengers, you know the. What, what, which oh, Avengers movie? The Age of Ultron. I'm hearing, I'm hearing uh, Age of Ultron isn't that good. It's kind of the. Kind I'm of talking about like just like grossing wise. You know, I'm not just saying if the movie's gonna be good or not. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. if uh, the reviews say it's bad, uh, like all the like people are gonna go watch it, but it's yeah, yeah it's still gonna, still gonna make money from blockbuster. sales though. But yeah, yeah. <sighs> it was in theaters April third, so. Basically, 19 days it's been in theaters as a recording. Yeah, so this is the third weekend. So, I'm expected around yeah, June. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, budget, $190 million. Opening weekend, $147 million. They basically made up their and, money. In U.S. In U.S. Wait, uh, what? As of... Basically made a third of the money in the U.S. already, like on opening weekend. Yeah. Wow. And I don't see uh, global nearly recouped the cost anyway. on day one. Man. 
Basically, basically, yeah. No, so it's a. You know, I'll just talk real quick. away from the movie talk. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll keep it going for a little bit longer because I'm gonna say right now, I've I've been playing some games, but nothing. Um, new really to talk about. I'm just playing basically MLB the show. I did pick up Bastion again um, on PS and PS4, mm-hmm. so it's good. You, you like Bastion? Uh, you picked up Bastion again, right? So uh, I'll just skip that because I, I, I was in a bit of a, of a television mood this uh, this past week. Oh, um, I've just been watching more TV than anything. I watched. Uh, I started watching Daredevil. Did you watch Daredevil? Yes, you did. Oh, I'm not finished with it. I'm on. I just finished right before recording, like episode I think six or seven. So. I'm Tell a, me how it is. Um, do you have you watched Arrow? I haven't. I've seen the first season of Arrow. Okay, it is. Um, I've seen most of the first season. Okay, it's it's a lot like Arrow. It's a lot more violent. Okay, um, focus more on. Well, it is Netflix. It's not on like t- regular. Yeah, it's definitely, they, it's with definitely they could be R. more violent. They could. They could be more violent. They could be sexual. They can do whatever they want. There's like no. If they want to make a Game of Thrones Daredevil with like sex and violence, they could have. Mm-hmm. So with this, which would be kind of weird seeing a blind man have sex. True. Um, well, it's never mind. Um, but <laughs> anyway, move on. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> something I don't really want to touch. Um, Do not touch. <laughs> <laughs> which was a, me. Which was a lot. Me saying that a lot in the Slim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um no i it's definitely it's a more i would say it's a more violent um version of it with the focus a lot more um of the fighting in it the fighting in it's fantastic there's a cool the episode the end of episode two like the last three minutes is a long shot of a of a like a fight with like hit with the daredevil against like five guys okay and if people don't know what a long shot is it's basically there's no cuts to other cameras it's just one long shot, essentially. With, like, with, one long take. Yeah, one long one take. Long There's no cutting to other cameras. It's all one one take, nothing, no fancy camera work, and it's awesome. Huh. Um, I would say, I mean, th- there's a lot of, everybody's kind of comparing it to Arrow, and I think it's it's a kind of a fair comparison. Um, I think Arrow is a lot better. Uh, they they focus, they don't, it's not so much on the characters. It, well, the whole, like, the premise was, uh, like, I've seen this in like a interview or I heard it in an interview. Like Arrow or not Arrow, but Daredevil. Daredevil is the man without fear. Like that's his slogan. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't have a man without fear, make a good television show. Well. And like they they did some stuff. Like uh, I'm sure Arrow isn't true to the comics. No, not, most I mean like a lot of these shows aren't though. That's very true. Yeah, it's but... basically their own universe. That's how generally it right. is with all the superhero shows. It's their own various universes. Oh, that's all. Like, yeah, that's the thing people love about superhero movies. That's why they're doing so good because they can go, they can take the character and then do whatever of they course. want with them. Yeah, because that's that's the comic book. That's comic books. Like, okay, what you may consider uh, this series is not necessarily what I consider it. Like. You may like, uh, I don't know, I, oh, damn, I don't even know that mean comic books, but <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, no, I mean, 
I would. They do a good job. I think uh, the the character Daredevil, his name uh, Matt. I can't think of his last name, but his name is Matt. And, Murdoch. Uh, Murdoch. Yeah, Murdoch. Thank go. you. And um, Fisk, who is Kingpin. Yep. Um, are great. Like their characters are great because most of the show is focused around those two. Those two guys, Kingpin being, being the main bad guy. Um, and <sighs> I think Fisk is a really great character. Um, I love him. He loves his motivation. You can you can kind of understand his motivation, but he's just kind of a what he's doing is in a, a dark, twisted way. Um, and they're basically like it's cool because Daredevil and Fisk want the same thing, but doing they're doing it their own way. Um, but I, those those two are really great characters. But like everybody else around them is just kind of like generic kind of characters. Like you have like the you have the blonde who's like who is like because they're both so Matt is a lawyer and he has his best friend Foggy. Um, who's also like their partners to open up a law firm together. And then they have their assistant, who's a blonde. Um, I can't think of her name. Is it John Favreau? Susan is her name. No, John John Favreau is not the uh, yeah. Um, but I think her name is Susan. But like it's just kind of like generic. She's like the love interest, and then like um, he has like this other girl named Claire, who like knows his secrets and knows who he is. But um, he's like oh. she, she's a nurse. There's some generic characters to it. She's also a love interest. Um, some minor spoilers, but it's all it's in the, all the first couple episodes. Um, but no, I mean I'm really enjoying the action scenes. Definitely, they're pretty sweet. Uh, I I do enjoy the Matt and Fisk. Like they're like all their scenes they're in. But I mean it's I think Arrow is a much better show because I think it's a little more deep, where it's not just fighting and then these two characters. There's a lot of characters. There's some. There's some other storylines. There's really good storylines to it. They're kind of even copying kind of what um, Arrow does. With Arrow, one of their big things is that, um, like, it talks about, like, in the TV show, uh, Oliver Queen disappears for five years. And in the show, and it's still doing the show, we're in the season three right now, like, they do flashbacks to, like, what's ha- what happened to him in those years he was gone. They're still doing They're that? Because it's, well, he was off, he's off the island for five years, and every season yeah. deals with the next year. But. So um, it basically in those at that time it kind of explains how he became Arrow before he came back to um, basically Starling City. Yeah, flash sideways or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, so it. God no! If Arrow had flash sideways, that'd be funny though. But Daredevil kind of does the same thing where it kind of flashed back to him as a kid and how he became blind, and then also about him like why he's doing what he's doing. Like it's really. I mean, and I think uh, Oliver, the guy who plays Oliver Queen, Stephen Amell, did, said he was he thought it was kind of a lazy comparison, but I think it's kind of spot on because they do kind of do the creators of Daredevil have, are doing a lot of the same things that Arrow's been doing. So I don't think it's a bad thing because I like Arrow's one of my favorite shows on television, and but it just to me it kind of, it sticks out to me when I when I watch this. It's like yeah, Arrow does that better, but well, I, I'm works, still enjoying it. Works, it. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it's working. I mean, yeah, I'm still enjoying it, but it's not. People are saying it's a lot better than Arrow, but I think I, I don't see. I don't see how. Um, but that's pretty much. I mean, I also started watching like Silicon Valley on HBO. Uh, that's a pretty funny show. It's about a bunch of like nerds in Silicon Valley, and like they they create a um, like an app and everything. And it's just about it's just a comedy. It's uh, the guy Mike uh, Mike Judge, I think his name is. The guy that created uh, Beavis and Butthead, he actually oh, created yeah, the Mike show. Oh, yeah, Mike Judd, huh? Yeah, Mike Judd. Oh, what is that? So, it's really funny. I'm enjoying that one so far. Um, I'm only a few episodes in, but that's pretty much actually all I've been doing this week. So, um, yeah. 
So let's uh, let's talk about what Jack's been up to, buddy. Um, did uh, Jake already say what he's been playing? Nope. We're gonna go back to Jake. He talked let's about movies. Jake. I talked about movies. No, you go, Jack. <laughs> no, you go. I decide. I'm the host. You go. All right. All right. Well, anyway, this week has been kind of interesting. Like I said before, I decided to take like a week off of Facebook in order to try to, uh, in you know, in collaboration of uh, have my PC off and stuff, just to try to open up some more time for me to have some personal time. So I went ahead and, uh, well, I noticed that I had uh, a couple of different things I could do on Club Nintendo since I still had to redeem my game, which, yeah, I got my free, like, Platinum Rewards game. I got that NES Remix 2, but I have not uh, played it yet. However, since I only had, like, what, I still had some coins that I could use for, like, a virtual console game for the Wii U, so, and I'm spending it to get Super Punch-Out, since it's, like, eight bucks on the Wii U's eShop. So, you know, just a little bit of a reminder thing for me, it's, like, I really love playing my old retro games. I mean, that's just basically who I am. It doesn't matter how new games are, it doesn't matter, like, how much I invest inside, say the PS4, the Xbox One, or even, like, Wii U games to a certain extent. I always go back and play the older stuff. So I was just sitting there, and last week was a big eShop thing as well, because they had Donkey Kong 64 that released. So I played a bit of Donkey Kong 64. And when I mean a bit, I mean, like I say, a bit of it, because... The only thing I really remember about that game was what I played through back when the game first released, which I think that was like about 2000. Yeah, it was like around 1999-2000, that, like 15 years ago. So, yeah, a little longer. Yeah, a little bit longer, too. I mean, granted, since I had not done a full playthrough of that game since then, and even so, it took me like years and you know for me to actually beat that original game as well. I think it was like 2008 or 2009 that I actually beat the end boss, finally. <laughs> Powered on my 64. It's like, no, let's do this. Let's see if I can beat him now. Oh, hey, I did it. So, anyway, first thing I do when I power on the game, I notice instantly, because I'm using the Pro Controller, my Wii U Pro Controller, is the camera just seems feels kind of off to me. Because it's... it's It just feels like... Uh, it felt like how... The same way when I was playing Shadow of the Colossus like a few weeks ago, where the camera... The camera just feels weird if it's, like, normal. And because I'm ambidextrous and stuff, it's just, uh, it, feel, it really feels weird. I like, like, the normal camera setup, say, on the left side of my, like, the left analog stick side and stuff, while I play inverted or something and on my with my right hand. So it's sort of like a, my right hand is sort of like a, a mirror image of my left hand, only, like, upside down. <laughs> if you can understand that a little bit. But, uh, anyway... I fixed up the control layout a bit since I didn't want to keep on repeatedly using the right stick in order to uh, withdraw things. I said like my uh, my weapons or my whatever. And well, I gotta say though, this game hasn't like really aged as gracefully, but still, I'm enjoying my experience so far. There's only been like maybe one moment where I literally had to uh, create a little save state thing and try to do it again and again and again, and that's because. For some odd reason, they have this one racing, this one racing mini games where uh, you get the like a golden banana, right? Because that's what you're collecting. You're collecting all these golden bananas for DKs like uh, Banana Horde, say like uh, from what back in the Donkey Kong Country games were. And so for this race in particular, I'm racing against this beetle, and uh, 
the thing was, there is so many ways to lose in this race. Because not only do you have to beat this beetle and try to do like the twists and turns and stuff like that, you have to collect 50 of these DK coins in order to like even, uh, you know, it's like a little, uh, like a barrier thing pretty much because it creates a little bit of difficulty I think for like uh, the game maker, the game designer type of side right there. But really, it's it was just pretty much a, the biggest pain in the ass of a mini game that you can imagine because there are certain parts of this race where things are not like fenced in and stuff. So I was I was really like having a tough time trying to turn because with the control stick up, meaning you go faster, back meaning you slow down. So what I was doing is I went over with the Mario 64 instinct, which is basically go forward, you know, just basically just do fast as you can and stuff like that, then slow down during curves and stuff like that. But the problem was I kept knocking into the beetle, and he kept on taking away, like, about at least three coins at a time, right? And then there's these unexpected glitches that pop up where if you try to jump in a particular section where these two snakeheads are meeting... If you hit the top of it, you ricochet, like, really, like, fast and, like, really off the court and stuff like that. So, here's what I would do. I would start the race, i gather enough coins, and all of a sudden I do that jump. I hit these two snake statues, like, right at the the right moment, and my character just goes flying off screen and off the course, and I would have to repeat this thing over again. And there's one thing about video games... One particular thing about certain video games that I don't like is if you have a character that repeatedly has a high-pitched sound that's really annoying, odds on, if you replay that same level over and over again, you're going to get freaking angry and you're going to start kicking the shit out of anything around you. <laughs> but uh, thankfully, I didn't kick the shit out of everything around me. But I did end up just like uh, finally getting through this with <laughs> trying to finally get into this portion without, like, uh, too much hassle. What I did, though, afterwards, is I put the game down, I started playing other stuff, I've experimented with, like, playing games like Boom Blocks, which, hey, Boom Blocks is a really fun game that came out on the Wii. I'm still playing it off and on, I'm not too far into it, but uh, from what I played from the Adventure Mode side, it's it's not really too bad. It's like a point-and-click sort of a puzzle game, and it's really addictive. I gotta say, it's really addictive. The place where I start, where I stopped though, is when I had to try to defend like uh, these various like shards or something like that from enemies trying to like uh, take a, take them away and stuff. I stopped because sometimes the Wii Remote sort of like uh, not just disconnects though, but the reticle sometimes disappears and stuff like that when I try to like go forth and just knock out a bunch of uh, the enemies at once. But uh, other than that, I have been playing quite a bit of uh, what was it? These free-to-play games. Tyler, I know you've uh, played a bit of Pokemon Shuffle. Nope, never heard of it. <laughs> just just, yeah, a, just bit. a bit of it. Did you ever beat well, Pokemon Shuffle? I'll play just a bit. Yeah, I beat the 150. Well, you can't really beat it, but I, beat, I did finish all 150 levels. Yeah. Did you get all 150 levels in S rank? Oh, God. No. No, I don't think even Tyler has the patience to do that shit. I mean, I don't have the, I don't have, I don't make like a million dollars a year. I can't do it. I know. I tried out both freemium or what Nintendo likes to call free to start games, Pokemon Shuffle and Pokemon yep. Rumble World. So here's the thing: Pokemon Rumble World is basically like other entries inside that particular sub series, where 
you take control of these toy Pokemon and you have to battle against other toy Pokemon in order to collect them and rank up and get all sorts of various other stuff unlocked along the way. The only problem is, after like about an hour, it the repetitive like battle stuff just starts to weigh in on you a little bit. I mean, granted, it's a lot more lenient upon its uh, diamond usage and stuff like that, or consumption for a free-to-play title, than, say, Pokemon Shuffle, which I'll go into in a minute. But uh, Rumble World, it, it can be fun. There are various creatures you can use. And, man, you can actually collect a lot more of them than you can, say, Pokemon Shuffle <sighs> initially. But I'm at that point right now where I've gotten, like, a... Like, I have not got to the limit yet where... I feel like I have to spend money or something like that in order to progress. But from what I've been reading online, and especially from like other people who have uh, talked about it and stuff, it just really seems like to me that uh, that I just do not want to continue playing this game for too much longer. Because yeah, get out now. It, 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 yeah, it's just one of those games. It's like no, like what the hell is this? You know, it's like it would have been a lot better if it was like a fifteen dollar eShop title, say on the three DS. But. Uh, even so, though, the repetitive combat does not really warrant me wanting to go back to it. Now, Pokemon Shuffle, on the other hand, is kind of like the reverse of uh, Pokemon Rumble World. Meaning, the gameplay is fun. However, the free-to-play aspect is restricting as hell. So, for say, if you want to play, like, say, an hour's worth of gameplay, no, that's not going to happen. Unless you are able to just hoard a lot of the, the jewel stuff that you earn along the way... Which, that, that only happens if you ever defeat a Mega, like, Mega Pokemon. So, yep. what is it? Like, it's from basically what Tyler has went into previously before. You have five hearts, you get, you face off against all these random Pokemon. At the end of each stage, you get a chance to capture them. Sometimes they'll work, sometimes they won't. And what I really hate about this aspect of it is you can't really capture specific Pokemon, even if it asks you to say... Oh, if you want to spend this much coins or something like that, you can get a great ball, and it's the better chance to catch your Pokemon or something like that. Yep. There is so much coin usage on the particular items. There's this one item called Complexity, like minus one Complexity or something. It's 9,000 coins. Now, 9,000 coins, in order to do that, you have to... That's yes. ridiculous. Like... It's like in a... It's like the equivalent right here of, say, playing through 10 or maybe like 20, not even 20 stages. You would have to at least play through about 50 stages, maybe. No, 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 no. I'm really exaggerating there. Probably. Or log on nine log days. Log on nine days. Or somehow pay money in order to get enough crystals in order to spend that much in order to uh, get that type of. Uh, that coin well, you'd usage. actually have to log. You'd actually have to log on uh, 18 days. You only get 500 coins a day. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. That's right. You only get 500 coins for logging in per day. That's not. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm oh, sorry that's okay, that. Jake. Bad math. <laughs> but uh, like I was saying, though, the item consumption is really high. There's, like I said, 9,000 for like minus complexity. A disruption thing for like 5,000. It's like it's really high. Really ridiculous too. That's where they get you. So that's the thing, though. At the beginning part of the game, it's like, oh, okay, this is fun. This is like I'm catching certain Pokemon. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Now, I've played this for about a, a good solid, like, uh, four hours across maybe the past two weeks. Because 
you can only play this game for like maybe not even 15 minutes at most before you have to shut it off and let it recover like over the next two hours or so or whatever the hell it is to recover all these hearts. That's another gripe I have with this game. If you're doing a free-to-play thing, why not have it be as, say, generous as, say, Pokemon Rumble World, where I can only maybe go up to a certain extent of levels before having to play, instead of limiting me by only playing maybe five times or something throughout 15 minutes? Another thing that's really interesting, though, is, uh, from what I played, it actually is a pretty fun game, however... Once you get higher in difficulty and you still have all these level 1 Pokemon that you can't even go back to level up yeah, because of these restrictions. Well, you can, but yeah, I'm saying yeah, you it's can't it'll do anything take else. A, yes, you can't do anything else unless you progress a, like past a certain, say, creature. It's like, uh, I think I'm at level, like, 68 or something like that. So it's like, it's I'm really far into this. Yeah. However, I'm really contemplating like uh, not even going back to it because, for one, it's going to take a long time for me to, say, catch the particular Pokemon that I need in order to progress further. And on top of that, I have to level them up, maybe take like another month or so, maybe like another month or two in order to try to get up the amount of Pokemon that I want to get in order to beat the rest of the game. And quite honestly, I do not have the patience to do that. Yeah. So I am not going like, to do that. It's, <laughs> like, it's, it's like those stupid iPhone games like Candy Crush. Well, that's the thing. Like, Candy Crush. It just wants you to keep playing. It's the same makers as Candy Crush, too. That's what I thought it was anyway. But no, uh, I, I I would say get out. I mean, level 90 broke me, and I ended up, having to, I ended up paying then. I mean, I wouldn't blame anybody. It's a fun game. It really it's like That's what's... So great about it. It's like it's a really fun. It, it, it's like, like I said before. If it was twenty bucks, like just the buy, I would I would pay for that immediately. But you know, with that, oh, I mean, I yeah. I gave them thirteen dollars. I would have gave them an extra seven, and I would still enjoy the game. You know, it's right. I don't know, but it's it's, it's a it's, frustrating model. A lot of the trans, like the, a lot of the transaction stuff, is just plain disgusting to yeah. say the least. It's because, not the worst I've seen, but it, it, yeah. it's not the best I've seen either. I mean, it's not like random iPhone games and stuff where they, like, say, if you progress through a certain level, you have you they do these pop-ups and stuff of what you can, like, spend in order to continue because of doing this and doing that. But uh, here's the thing. Pokemon Shuffle. I like the gameplay. Everything else about it... Honestly, I could just go walk off a cliff because I am not... I really just am tired of just playing both Rumble World and both Shuffle. You know, it's a shame, though. I do like the Pokemon games and stuff, but these would have been a lot better if they were just regular eShop titles that I just paid, like, about 10 or 15 bucks for and not have any of these type of restrictions for. But uh, the last part of what I've been playing, though, before we can carry on to what Jake has. So, like I was saying, though, I play a bunch of, like, retro games... So, on my Wii U and stuff, I did play... I I got this inkling to go back and play Mega Man in Castlevania. You know, Mega Man I played through on the NES. Like, uh, well, actually, not the NES. I don't even have Mega Man for the NES. But, uh, well, basically, I've played Mega Man on, like, the GameCube-like version. And, like, on the Wii's, like, virtual console. 
but for the actual Wii U's eShop, the save state features, like the save state feature, you know, that's been rampant with the PC community for, like, years for, like, say, emulation purposes. These are really a godsend when it comes to these old classic games. Like your Mega Man, like your Castlevania, and even for a game that I'm still playing right now, Ninja Gaiden, it's like... It's like, these games can be hard. As a matter of fact, Ninja Gaiden and Castlevania, the original one, are notoriously hard. But uh, with uh, Mega Man, I still have some experience playing it because I played the, you know, the the boss stages so much. Like during like uh, say the GameCube version, like Mega Man Anniversary Collection, when that first came out, that when I went ahead and tried to play it, it's like, oh, oh, okay, okay, I have to do this, do that, and stuff like that. But once I did the save features, the save state features and stuff like that, I was actually enjoying myself a little bit more because I didn't have to go back like. Because if you, like, waste all your lives doing this and doing that, you gotta go all the way back to the beginning, pretty much. And that pretty much killed me on some of the other, like, older classic games that I used to play. So, I beat Mega Man. I beat Castlevania, going all the way through for the save state stuff. Now, I did that on the 3DS, which has a smaller screen, and you can't really see, like, say, the darker creature sprites, especially if, like, the background is a little bit smaller and, like, the background is, like, maybe a little bit darker and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just a lot different. I even played through and beat Super Mario Bros. 3 because that's just, <laughs> it's just been that type of, a, like, week for me. I beat nice. these three games in the, in the matter part of a week because not only did I want to, but it's just, uh, it was just, I can. I can now. Because it's like, I'm enjoying them. There may be like an hour or two, maybe, for like gameplay-wise. Like a lot shorter than what uh, some of the uh, games releasing today are. But that's just the thing. I've been really just enjoying myself playing through these classic games. I mean, right now, it's like Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden on the NES is hard. I've played that game. On the Wii Virtual Console, I got all the way until, like, Act 6. And that's the later part of the game. And what broke me during that, when I tried playing through it, was getting to the Act 6 and having to face this one boss and try to go and just get these three boss battles in a row, pretty much. You have to do this on one life, one energy bar. If you don't, you've got to repeat that stage over and over again. And that's when I stopped playing it. Now, I'm on stage, like, uh, 5-1 of Ninja Gaiden, you know, Act 5. It's hard. Those portions are hard because they have so many enemies crowding the screen at the same time. The bird, <laughs> oh god, the hawks in that game is really notoriously hard, too. You have all these enemy grunts and all these other, like, projectiles going. But, uh, other than that, I'm really enjoying myself just playing through Ninja Gaiden. It just gives, I think the save states just really give, like, a new life to classic games in general because what was hard back then is now a bit easier now it doesn't take away from the fact that castlevania the original mega man the original ninja gaiden those are hard games however they're more accessible to somebody like me who does not want to repeatedly go through like a specific game for months at a time trying to beat them on one go <laughs> so yeah that's basically what i've been playing okay very cool buddy um, let's go ahead and move on because we do have some topics to t touch on this. Well, oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. Wow, Jake, my friend, I am sorry. What have you been playing? You almost week? skipped over Jake. I did. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I really haven't been playing much. Uh, 
I picked up Wolfenstein of the New yes. Order and uh, Homefront. Wolfenstein. Uh, but oh no! Uh, oh wait, it says what? Okay. Wolfenstein or Homefront? No, what did you say? I said no, say I said it's breath? so good, but you said Homefront like right before I right before I said so good. So I wanted to make sure <laughs> that everybody knew my so good was implied to uh, Wolfenstein. Homefront had a good story. Like the only real problem with it is that uh, it was too short. Like that's what I felt about it. Like, of course, I'm also a fan of, like the alternate histories where, like, we're in, it's a World War Two game, but it's post World War Two and uh, like for Turning Point Fall of Liberty's sake, uh, we never Pearl Harbor never happened, so the U.S. Uh, never went into World War Two. Which, in result of that, uh, Nazi Germany took over all of Europe. And then, like, in the 60s, uh, uh, Europe decided to invade the U.S. This is Homefront? No, th- that was uh, Turning Point. Oh, Final yeah, Liberty. okay. I was like, that, I thought the huh. Homefront was about, about the Koreans. I'm like, you, you lost me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Homefront, like, I haven't played Homefront, so, like, I'm, I, oh, I have played it, but I'm not going to. Talk about, like, from what I've played with some, like, I'm really enjoying yes. it. The the dogs, though, like, the little mechanical Zoids. Yes. That's that's what I think of them. Like, that little Zoids just flying around, <laughs> trying to bite your uh-huh. fucking head off. Uh, Those are annoying, and I'm playing on the second hardest difficulty, so it might be just that. But people don't really die no, in that game just assholes. easy. <laughs> they don't. They just don't die. It's not. It might. The devil might have something to do with it, but no. The the, the dogs in general just are assholes. Oh, not the dogs. I can kill the dogs no problem. But like three to four headshots on a no name Nazi soldier number four is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, that is. Like uh, throughout the entire time, Tyler, when you were when you were playing it. Did you come across secret passages? Um, here and there, I think, you, but you found, like, extra ammo and health and stuff. Like, there was one, I was like, you have to kill, uh, not from what i played of it so far, it's like, you have to kill this Nazi general, general. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you had to go up the stair, like, the rounding staircase, which dogs and people keep yep. coming down, coming, like, shooting. Uh, there was a staircase, like, there was a, uh, light switch that opened up a bookshelf and there was like a hidden staircase in there like it took you directly to oh. the general like and I was like wow that's that's a lot easier because the general is like kind of the whistleblower isn't he like if he catches you he alerts yeah, everybody yeah like oh if you get alerted uh like he's the one you have to kill oh that's right okay yep everything will stop but, yeah, it's like, I'm really enjoying it. I'm hoping to play more of it. Uh, I was recording Let's Plays in it Tuesday, but... How was it? Yeah, it was Tuesday. When, uh... Like, I nearly ran out of hard drive space. On my laptop. I was like, oh, need to uh, stop this recording before I run out of space. And I was like, I, I was so invested in playing that game. It was like... I completely forgot I was recording. Yeah, I was talking, doing commentary and whatnot, but like I was just interested. Yeah, that game was fantastic. It was. I think it's like one of the 
one of my top five games of last year. So it was also one of those uh, alternate histories, which yeah. I enjoy. It's like somehow uh, we have AI in the fucking fifties. Yeah, I I, I like I like reading all the newspaper articles and stuff laying around. Uh, when you get to the, when you get to the but... main base, it's fairly early on. Um, you'll know what I'm talking about when yeah. you get there. Like they have articles of like like just from like the past like 20, 30 years. Uh, well, from like the 40s, 50s, and 60s, talking about kind of what happened. But yeah, like I'm definitely gonna have yeah. to read it. Another game that I played and hate that I'm playing it. <laughs> Uh, is Slender the Arrival? And uh, I know Tyler has it, and for me yeah, to, play shit, it. Shit to play it, I've heard about it and stuff like that. But let me tell you, right, and and uh, Jack would be like, This game is no, no, I'll, boring, tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, it's this like is, uh, this is boring, and just you're just picking up paper and running from well, the same three uh. <laughs> Psychos. Well, like I was saying, I would be probably the worst person to try to let's play like a horror-based game because I don't have reactions to various stuff while I'm playing those type of games. I mean, case in point, or Extra Life thing when we were, each of us were playing PT. I was just laughing at the both of you just like just reacting stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, I was like, I was, I record, I was uh, recording it when I was streaming it earlier. Uh, that stream, it's you can watch it on my Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash H2O Baby Dragon, or you can watch it on the. I think you can watch it on the YouTube.com slash Gen Gaming Nets channel. Uh, like there are some like genuinely like every time I scream, <laughs> but there are like like I, when you're doing let's plays and streaming, you have to be you have to actually act or be. You have to basically. I'm trying. You have to have a personality. Jake's a thespian, and... apparently. A lesbian? No. Yes. What? <laughs> sure. Why, why not? At this point, I don't care. Um, but like, you have to have personality when you do it. It's like, so if you're going through the games, like, oh yeah, uh, this is cool. Like, yeah, sometimes you have to act scared, and like, you'll see some of that where I'm phoning it in. And then you'll see sometimes where I genuinely get scared when, even though I know something's about to happen, like, there'll be times where I was in the stream, just going, it's like, bad touch, Slenderman, bad touch. <laughs> when he's like, every time he gets closer, he'll, he'll pop up, like, the screen will start, like, going sticky. Oh, yeah. And, uh, controller vibrate, and it's like, and he's always behind me. You always see, like, pictures of him, like, on, uh, forums and whatnot, uh, with those giant tentacles. Yeah. And so basically I turned him into a giant pervert. It's like, bad touch. We had the sexual harassment <laughs> seminar yesterday. All right. Leave me alone. The restraining order is just made. Like, it is still being printed. Come on. You're already in breach of it. Leave me you know, alone, every time please. I see footage of that game, and every time I think of like some like searching for like different like papers and stuff, I think of that. I think of that Wii U like eShop game that Tyler played. The letter. Yeah. It will be... <laughs> oh, don't don't get me started on those stupid fucking pages. Well, the, the letter is basically like, like when everybody like when I read reviews in the letter, everybody compared it to like a, a knockoff of Slender. So with nothing that happened. Pretty well, yeah. Letter had nothing happening. Like you found a videotape. 
the more the more pages you get though in Slender, the more aggressive Slenderman gets. Oh. And it's like mm. Yeah, so it's it's ridiculous. Like you'll go from having one page where he'll be like, Oh, you you popped up, you can just run away to now if you have like five pages which I'm stuck at because I can't find the other fucking Ooh. three. Uh he'll be like every like ten seconds so you can't really have time to like search. Like you spend most of your time just running and it gets kind of annoying. Yeah, I can see how that gets annoying. Like And it's like, Alright, asshole, I'm not bothering you. I'm not here to do whatever I'm I'm here I'm I'm a private investigator, alright? I have to do my job. If I don't do my job, people won't hire me. And if I do do my job, you kill me. So you go mind your business. You go buy your. You stay in your haunted woods. Let me pick up these eight fucking pieces of paper and leave. <laughs> it's like a. <laughs> and we can go on our happy way, please. Oh, tentacles. Nope. And it's like, God damn it. Yeah, but the game's interesting. Like, it's based off a of, Slender was based off a uh, a web forms like creations. Like it wasn't even. A, it was ridiculous how far it's come from a creepy pasta thread to actual game. Fucking games are being made. Yeah, games are being made for for it. Yeah, um, they know Slenderman started as a creepy pasta. Anyway, I didn't know, I didn't know Slender was Italian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those tentacles, those were spaghettis. <laughs> You just have an Italian theme every time no, that Slenderman no. just attacks you. That would make the game so much better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, those are basically what I'm playing. Uh, I'll be playing more Slender. Just not alone. I'll be uh, streaming that from now on. But, uh, so yeah, let's... What were you playing? Uh, uh, it'll be the show. And that'll be the show. That's about okay. it, it looks like. It's pretty much it's press press X, angle your analog stick, rotate it up, down, left, right, and hopefully you'll get the hit. Oh, <laughs> um, oh strikes. No, You're my, out. my pop filter fell down. I got it. Uh, no, oh, I'm oh, like it. No, God damn it, pop filter. Stay where you are. Let's no, see. the key to getting a good hit is control alt delete. Yes. Oh, okay. Alt yeah, Alt F4 is the way to go. That's how you uh, <laughs> no, I'm enjoying it. The only, the only, don't do it. The only downside anyway, is I'm like, on the Twins. Don't ever fall for so that. They, they suck. So we lose like uh, 90 games a season. Oh my god. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a three time I'm, or a two time Triple Crown winner. You know, on the worst it, team in the league. On the worst, pretty much the worst team. No, the Mets are the worst team in the, in the game. But The Mets are even worse than the Twins? Oh yeah, god. But they're like, we're like the third worst team in the league. So. Progression. Yeah, we only give up like you know four runs a game. That's not you know, that's not bad. Not bad at all. <laughs> yeah, we only we only, you know we score three, whatever. Two and a half of them are mine. Oh, it's somehow fit. It's somehow fifty to eight. What is that? <laughs> How is this even possible? <laughs> How is that even possible? Mercy rule should have been in effect thirteen yeah, innings we have ago. A lot of, we lose by double digits quite a bit, which is bad in baseball. Um. Uh. No, let's go ahead and move into the topics, though, because uh, we have plenty to talk about. Yeah. Uh, let's start off. There was actually some big news this week. Uh, 
I don't know if you guys um, have watched the trailer at all, but so Star. Well, you don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, I was like, you refused to watch trailers. Well, actually, I didn't refuse to watch anything. I did watch the Star Wars Battlefront trailer. Alrighty, well then, that's what we're going to talk about. Because the Star Wars Battlefront had a trailer uh, over the Star Wars celebration over the past weekend. Uh, And we got our first two, I think two and a half minute or so trailer. And we got some news with it as well. So I'll go over the news real quick. Um, So they announced that there's going to be up to 40 players in the multiplayer mode. Uh, There are are no space battles. Um, They gave us some Uh locations, the big ones, Hoth, Endor, Tatooine. Um, playable characters like Darth Vader and Boba Fett. Uh, mm. you, there are drivable equipment like uh, like or like uh, like speeders or uh, ads or, or a couple of them. Ad-ats, I, yeah. I guess you can you can actually fly some, but they're not in space. You get like the Tie Fighter, X Wing, and excuse me, or the Millennium Millennium Falcon. That's tough to say, especially when we've been drinking. Um, but they also said that if you pre-order the game, which I've already done, uh, you can get <laughs> uh, the game comes out. That was quick. Yeah. It, it, Let's just say I pre-ordered the special edition uh, one that comes with the life-size AT. If it came, dude, I will pay two hundred bucks for that right now. Uh, I'm Tyler going around Iowa with a big old ad. ad. I'm. We think I'm going to take the work. Yeah, uh, yeah this is my my <laughs> other rides at AT AT. <laughs> But, um, Doof. so they announced. Hey, asshole, you cut me off. <laughs> what was that? He just comes around the rope and just ties my legs up and I fall over. Goddamn cat. God damn it. My only weakness. So they did announce that the game is coming out on November 17th. Um, there is some uh, DLC that is coming out on December 1st. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, only if you pre-order the game, you get the you get the DLC on December first. I believe it's on PS4. It's gonna be coming to PS4 first. But if uh, if you don't, and you get the game later. You can. It, it's released on December eighth. I'm not sure what the price is. Probably ten, fifteen dollars. But it adds. Um, it's called Battle of Jakku, joke, whatever. Um, but it's supposed to. It's content based on the new Star Wars movie that comes out. I believe in December. So. Yep. Those are some big details. I don't know about you guys. Obviously, I'm pretty excited. I can't wait. The trailer didn't do much for me because it showed no actual gameplay footage. Um, but apparently, it's out there. Uh, they showed some some private uh, to the um, journal to journalists out there. Uh, they got to see some of it, but I can't wait. Bastards. What about you guys? <laughs> oh. Well, obviously, I'm kind of excited though for the Star Wars Battlefront thing because I thought they actually like. Uh... Didn't they cancel like a Battlefront game like not too long ago though? They got well, game Battlefront three got canceled I think a few years ago, but they did like release the footage or the, some of the mm. screenshots like last year or two years ago. Yeah, that's what makes me so surprised though that they're going back to like the Battlefront type of uh, you know style of game. You know, oh people always love yeah, oh, yeah no doubt, no doubt that was on on uh when the original Xbox Live went down, like it was Halo Halo two. And the next one behind it was Battle for Star Wars. Yeah, pretty sure it was Battlefront or Battlefront. And then right behind that, I think it was it was one doesn't of matter. They're both awesome. But the point is, Star Wars Star Wars Battlefront mm. was number two on Xbox I wonder. Live. The I think you could still now. play Battlefront two on like PS2. Was... I think still, but no, no. probably on Steam or something. No, Steam's down. I think too. 
But yeah, I did like but, uh, the initial. I'm sure you can find private servers on yeah. PC. But yeah, after watching that footage, it really just made me kind of like interested in like uh, tracking down the other like Battlefront games, see if I can play a little bit of those. Since uh, I did like have some form of experience playing them. Don't you have them on Steam? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But I would probably just track down the PS2 version since I rather would just play the old classics. But uh, so, but so yeah. you're not going to so get Battlefront when it comes out. You know what? I have seen no, so few of it well, right now. It's just one we're trailer Battlefront, so yeah. far. While we're playing Battlefront, he's going to be playing the original Battlefront. It's like you guys don't know. <laughs> no, he's gonna buy, you guys are going to buy Battlefront. But you're going to buy it on the Xbox One. I know it. Or Jake said he's going to. No, Jake I'll, said I'll, he bought I'll, it, I'll, but he, he, on Xbox One, but he didn't actually buy it. And then Jackson go out and buy an Xbox One. I already have an Xbox One, but. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he was talking about the Borderlands shit. <laughs> yes, there is. However, anyway, but anyway, in order for me to actually get like uh, interested in this game, I need to see more than just the initial like stuff that was revealed. It looks great. It looks fantastic for like uh, what they're showing for in-game stuff. However, I want to wait till E3, see some more stuff yep. being showed down, and see what's going to go on because if they show a lot more. I will get interested in playing it since I do have a soft spot for Star Wars games, even though my favorite ones are on the 64. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Alright, here. I want to go in for what I want. Like, Battlefront, I want that. That's great. Like, I want that. But I want the Titanfall element where, like, like you see in, like, Star Wars Episode Three, like, the Battle of uh, Endor, or Battle of... Not Endor, but... Like, you see all these, like, massive battles. Yeah. 40 versus 40 is great for multiplayer. Yeah, but let's cut that down to maybe 30 or and uh, put AI in there. And on the battle, like, you have, uh, on, like, on the battlefield, you have 15 versus 15 with AI stormtroopers or AI rebels. And maybe a couple of Jedi and Sith in their typical battlefront. Hmm. And then in the sky... You have a completely different game mode going on that's basically Rogue Squadrant. Uh, I really wish that uh, the old like there was battles in space, you know, because the Rogue Squadron games they were good. And like that's what I'm saying. It's like you have uh, the bat- Star Wars Battlefront going on on the surface of a plant on planets. Then you have Rogue Squadron, like the Rogue Squadron stuff going on above yep. that. And then in space, you have the space battles, like the Super Star Destroyers are fi- firing everywhere. You have battles up in there. Yeah, so you have three levels of Star Wars fights. So like, if you want to jump into the fight as a, a grunt on the like front line, you go. You're on. You're on indoor. You're on the Hoth. You're on that planet. If you want to be a pilot of flying X-wing, you could go into space, or you can go into atmosphere. And each had, like, separate objectives. Like, if uh, you're in space, you have to take down, like, the enemy's comm channels or enemy's, uh... uh, I don't even know what the fucking they're called, but... The giant cannons. Like, the orbital cannons. And if you're in atmosphere, you have to take out, like, escaping ships or whatnot. And if you're on the ground, you're just trying to... You're it's basically TDM or conquest or 
whatever you want to do with Battlefront. Like, that's what I want in the Star Wars game. Like, it is 2015. We see this type of stuff and, like, dust, which doesn't get performed well. And we have game mechanics like Titanfall that you introduce the AI, which is great in uh, 6v6. Titanfall did it well, like, with AI introducing in a PvP environment. Like, that's what I want. Like, I want that. That massive Star Wars game. Make it a real Star Wars experience. So you, so you want Anakin Skywalker there? <laughs> Did I say anything about fucking Anakin Hayden Skywalker? Christensen? Do I want Hayden Christensen there? Hmm? I would rather have Hayden Christensen there than Jake Lloyd. Mm. That's true. Alright. Well, let's move on to our next topic then. Because we still have some more to talk about here. Oh, and uh, if uh, we we all guarantee that we're going to get on the PS4, I will pick it up. We'll okay. see. PS4. It's all right. But there can't be silence up until the day of release, and someone says, I haven't picked it up, I haven't picked it up, because if that happens, and if I do pick it up, I'm going okay. to Xbox. You know, I've been, I've been talking about Star Wars Battlefront since, like, episode one. All right? I'm... Episode one of the podcast no. was it the Phantom Menace? No, no. <laughs> Episode one of the of the Drunk Dashers podcast, Phantom Menace. Uh, I've been wanting that. So the Phantom Menace, yeah. So uh, you know I'm gonna get it. So let's move on to our next topic. Uh, another big uh, sci-fi heavy episode this week. Uh, Mass Effect Four. We got some potential. Actually, yeah, a very sci-fi yes, we heavy. We got some potential details about uh, Mass Effect hmm. Four. Okay. Uh, sounds like it could be. So there's a survey that went out that leaked out to some people. Uh, no word if it's true or not. This is all obviously rumors. But has no one came out and said? Uh, not true? as far as I know. So, but from what what's going on, from what we kind of figured from the the uh, the survey that's gone out is the game is over four times the size of Mass Effect Three. Um, there's going to be a bunch of new species. It's going to take place in the Andromeda galaxy, which is a completely different galaxy. So I believe the Mass Effect one is the closest galaxy. Yeah, closest it's the closest to galaxy to us, but it's I believe the Mass well Mass I know Mass Effect took place in this, the Milky Way. Uh, so I don't think it'll have anything to do with uh, the, Ma- the Commander Shepard story or the characters. I think it's supposed to take okay. place like it. It might take place like in between like two and three. Like, but like, have nothing. To yeah. Do with so it. it doesn't really matter when when it takes place. Um, it's gonna be kind of. The, it sounds like the squad, the way the game's set up, the, the is gonna be the same. Where you have, uh, you you make you meet squad mates. Um, you you can do uh, loyalty missions, make friends with them. It's gonna be a lot lot based off story and how you interact with those characters. You make your own decisions on what you say. So it sounds like the the gameplay and the premise are gonna stay the same. Uh, pretty much of the whole new characters. It sounds like it's be a lot more, a lot more fat, a lot more quick paced um, as far as jumping in and out of uh, like the Mako's back. So it sounds like you, you could just hop in the Mako, in and out of the Mako. Uh, um, no, the Mako wasn't so bad as long as you weren't like exploring all the random shit out of the world. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you just did, it's uh, it's one of those things where it's like in the first uh, Mass Effect that I'd always get to the part where I had to find Liara. Yeah, yeah. And just get stuck on the job of yeah. the planet. I was like, no, the, 
And it's like I'd be engaged. I'd be engaged up until that point. And it's like, all right, cool. I've gone through this area. <laughs> oh look, five hundred times. Oh look, it's Slenderman. <laughs> you know, it'd be really. Oh man, I've always loved the the glitch, like the original Mass Effect and stuff. Not like a glitch, but uh, I always loved the original Mass Effect and stuff. Where I'm driving the Mako and I drive over those big old like Geth like tanks and stuff, and get out of it like when the sliver of health and shoot and get all these experience points. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah, but uh, anyway, with, no, do you still have some more details to cover though for Mass Effect Four? Um, that's basically the end of it. Um, there, they have some other little details. They said there's gonna be over a hundred different planets okay. to explore, um, with a bunch of colonies. Sound like the Mako is giving more of instead of like having missions where you're required to drive the Mako, you can jump in and out of it and drive okay. around if you like, or just walk on the planet. Uh-huh. So that, yeah. Well, don't just give us the Mako then. Like, give us the. Like a little tiny uh, shuttle that we can just fly around the planet. We don't have to actually just drive. Well, I think they're just trying to make it a little more wide open. Of instead of just like when you go to a planet, you have this little area you can walk around in. They want to make every planet feel bigger than it yeah. actually than just a town. Or but then again, area. couldn't you have done that like in the original Mass Effect Two as well? It's... Well, that was basically the like. It seems like Mass Effect Four is going to be similar. Similar. To uh, mass, the well, original Mass Effect, but they're just they're but they're going to be doing more. Uh, they're, they're seeing what didn't work from the original Mass Effect, and they're making it bigger and better. Obviously, with technology, the, the new consoles are a lot more powerful than the old ones, yeah. so they could probably do a little bit more. The plus we're on Blu-rays now, so they can put a lot more on that game. So, well, if they have the RPG mechanics of like say Mass Effect One, that'll make me a little bit more excited. Obviously, but uh, but yeah, I. Foreshadowing, we're getting a Mass Effect collection for the Xbox One. And yeah, PS4. well, I mean, it's only, I, I imagine it's only, I wouldn't be surprised at E3 they announced we get one this year or something. Okay, so let's see right now. I'm going to make a, well, obviously, Jake has already said that uh, we're probably going to be getting, like, some sort of, like, Mass Effect collection, which I kind of agree with. So, you know, for, like, a E3 type of guess or something like that, I would guess that, uh, obviously, we'll see more about this Mass Effect game at, uh, at the show, we'll probably get the Mass Effect collection, I'm thinking, somewhere between, like, I would say November of, like, say, this year, probably the end of this year, tie into, like, say, with the bundle with it, maybe some sort of, like, a not like a beta, but some sort of, like, demo thing that's, redeem- like, redeemable or some say, February of 2016. That's... And possibly, like, say, Mass Effect 4, probably release sometime, like, uh, late 2016, probably February 2017, who knows. Yeah, I can see that's, that. That's I, my guess. We're probably a year or two out, at least a year and a half, I would say a year and a half at the earliest, like you said, late 2016. Uh, they did announce, it does sound like, going off what we've been reading from the rumors, is that multiplayer will be back, it'll be a lot like Mass Effect 3, and honestly, if they came out with the, the Mass Effect collection... I'd almost be tempted to buy the Mass Effect collection just for the multiplayer uh, in Mass Effect 3. If oh, yeah, that's true, too. It. Mass Effect that... 3 multiplayer wasn't that bad, either. I mean, it I was, was pretty awesome. fun. If if people would go back and play it, I'd, I'll hop on mm-hmm. that, no problem. Because, like, like, that's a horde mode I enjoy. It's not just yeah, killing enemies. I agree. Enemies. Like, like, I enjoy that yeah. multiplayer. And I, I, was one of the, I was one of the people that were hesitant yeah. on it. I think the only thing I didn't like about the, I think the only thing about like the multiplayer thing I didn't like is how it contributed to the main campaign thing, like a little sliver at a time though. But oh yeah, I didn't like that. It's like, all right, you worked so hard to, you done like twenty five matches to get it up to hundred percent. Great, (laughs) 
two days later, it's back down to yeah, 50. Yeah, that whole thing sucks. Yep. But, and then I thought the level cap was a little low, level 20. You could pretty much do that in, a, you know, probably five, six hours. It was, no, it was, your character was level 20, then you could upload it to the game. But you also had an overall ranking where you could, like, level up, like, to 5,000. Yeah. Dude, I could totally play through the Mass Effect trilogy again, though. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that's that sounds to me like a, a good game to come out next spring though. Like when after yeah. the, that's a bad game to come out. That's a bad thing to come out. Like with all the new new games coming out in this fall, I don't know if I <laughs> I don't know if you're maybe have not so much say December though, but it's, well, if we get like December. March or April, that'd be a good time next year. I mean, well. What do you want to see in Mass Effect 4? Um, really, I don't... Just give me a great storyline with some good characters and keep essentially the gameplay um, the same, and I'm pretty much sold. For me, it would be like the story aspects, you know. Like, I meant story-wise. Well, yeah, but... the, obviously the story aspects of it, like, say, the branching off in the past since paths and stuff like that. Maybe not as, say, cut and dry as, like, saying, say, like, a choose a heel... She's a renegade or a paragon choice or something like that, like the series is known for, but like, yeah. uh... Or it's like paragon and renegade or humor. <laughs> well, like... That would be really funny. Uh, we've talked about this before, but I've always... No, like, that was actually a thing. It's like, it was either fu- a joke, serious, uh, like, re- evil, or serious yeah. good. <laughs> like, and it was it was weird. Like, if you did the joke, which no one did because it didn't give you anything... Uh, oh man! If you ever see the joke ridiculous. one for the original Mass Effect and stuff with Commander Shepard and Joker, like uh, talking to like the Council and stuff like that, it's like the Council person's like, "You're just gonna shut us off again, are you?" It's like, "Yep." Psh. <laughs> it <just shuts laughs> them off. It's like, "It's like, yeah, it gets them every time." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's not really. I really don't need major overhaul to the the gameplay, like I said. But I don't. Know, I, I think it's great, especially like. Sucks. I wish they'd do some tie-ins with the with the Mass Effect. I mean, I don't want like Commander Shepard showing up. You don't want Liara or. But if we got a cameo like, from from one of the like, characters, I think that'd be kind of cool. But like, I wouldn't mind seeing like Garrus as a cameo or Tally as a cameo yeah. since she's a uh, nomad. Yeah, but I mean uh, that's. But it's also in a completely fucking different galaxy. Very true. Sort of different it's, solar system you know, and galaxy all together. Say, as long as they keep, like, the Mass Effect 3 type of gameplay and stuff with, say, the RPG elements, say, of Mass Effect 1 with some more, like, great story elements and stuff like that that really tie me into wanting to play it over and over again, that's all I ask for, pretty much. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I think pretty much anybody that played Mass Effect is sold on Mass Effect 4. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, the only real thing I want to see from Mass Effect 4 that I didn't get to see from the other Mass Effects... Was custom characters, yes. like I, w- I want the like I want the Dragon Age feel. Like I want to be able to like if I want a Turian, I want to create a Turian. If I want a Solarian, a Solarian and human, you know, yeah. so on. And well, so that's forth. what I liked about the Mass Effect Three uh, multiplayer was it allowed you for the first time ever to play as those yeah. characters. You basically you basically had right. that in, like, like, in the multiplayer. That's what I want to do in the like. That's what I want to do in the Mass Effect Four story. Like I want. A Turian that's like similar to Gax, yeah. but maybe a little bit My more uh, dark. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot things in the darkness. 
<laughs> oh my god, that never gets old. No, it doesn't. But yeah, it's, uh, I, I want to create. I want a more personal character. Like I like Shepard, but like uh, it's it felt it was an RPG that really didn't give you an RPG feel. Yeah, like you have the massively uh, the massive experience of an MMO, but or as a, for an RPG, but you didn't have the like character creation like. When you're playing RPGs, you want to feel like you you care about your character. Like, not that I, say I didn't care about Shepard. Like, I love Shepard, but like, give a little bit more personal. Yeah, he's touch your baby. You created him. You want to, you know, add, add next. Or in case if you play as a femme Shep, you play as a femme. Yeah, Shep. the male Shepard or the Jennifer Hale Shepard. I play. I would want to play as Jennifer Hale, Hale. Hale. Jennifer next Hale time I do a playthrough. Yeah, I think if I did, if I did get the Mass Effect collection, I'd probably do femme Shep. I had uh I had Mel Shep uh, Paragon uh and Fem Shep as uh Renegade. That's what a lot of people went with too. I mean, yeah, that sounds like it right. <laughs> then I also had a uh, Fem Shep that was neutral. Like I uh, I tried to be more human. Like you're not going to make all good decisions, you're not going to make all bad decisions. I played more of a real, I want to say real character and which kind of screwed me out of some of the like dialogue in the game but I kind of enjoyed it more that that way it's like I like if you play like as a more real character you don't go full renegade or full paragon like you like it actually makes you think that you really do have to deal with the choices that you've made mm-hmm. throughout this entire franchise like you can't save everyone, you can't uh, let everyone die. But uh, I can, we can talk about Mass Effect for fucking ten hours. Yeah, we okay. possibly could. Yeah. So let's uh, let's move on because we got, we do have some more to talk about. We are running way over on time. Let's uh, let's, let's touch on one more, and we can save the rest for next week. Okay. Uh, but uh, so the, a demo came out. Well, not really. I don't really know what I want to call it, demo, but um. Remedy Games. A video demo. A video came out. Uh, Remedy Games actually released it, uh, but it is basically a demo of what they what Remedy showed off to, um, I believe Microsoft uh, for right. Uh, Alan Wake Two. Uh, so for those. Oh my god. So Alan Wake was a 360 exclusive. I think it was also on PC, I guess, but it's a console exclusive on 360. Um, yeah, it's basically a piece. Basically, if it's a Microsoft platform, is there? Yeah, yep. it's. It, I mean, I think it sold over three million copies, and then they did also America, uh, Alan Wake, American Nightmares. Uh, the, the two of them combined sold over four and a half million. Uh, but we that came out, I think, two thousand eight or two thousand nine, and we just never got a sequel. It got really good reviews. Um, everybody seemed to like it, uh, but for some reason, just never got a sequel and. They showed this off and 2010. 2010. Okay, and we Damn, just never, nothing ago. ever came of a sequel. So they actually made, they put a whole demo together. They said this wasn't even the whole thing. They uh, there's a 15 minute demo out there. Um, they said what they showed isn't even the whole thing. That's just the best of what they had um, put together. Uh, but I know Jake, you you were the one that actually watched it. So why don't you uh, 
I know you're probably you actually. I think you like Alan Wake more than I do, and I love Alan Wake. So, like, uh, I don't know if Alan Wake made it to my top ten of the generation. Like, if it didn't, I'm really surprised. I must have forgotten about it. Yeah, but like, this game came out in 2010. It that was an air canister. <laughs> uh, the game came out in 2010. Like, it was a uh, yeah. I want to say it wasn't near the. It was roughly around mid-console, like, console life. Yeah. And for a mid-console, this is probably one of the best-looking games on the 360. Yeah, most definitely. And, like, it was also one of the creepiest. Like, like the... God, I'm trying to... Don't repeat, but... The whole concept of Alan Wake is... You're an author, you have, like, you have a writer's block, so your wife takes you to... Some place, some fictitious, some fictitious town in Washington State that's surrounded by woods, and everything goes creepy at night. Mm. Like uh, you go to a cabin, like your wife's there. You're supposed to be there on vacation, but your wife secretly wanted you to come there to write more. And uh, basically, uh, throughout that first day, shit, uh, you you're missing for two weeks. Like everyone's looking for you. And you wake up in a crash car on the side of a road. And you're thinking uh, it's the a day later or something. It's, you, don't, you don't have any recollection of what happened. The, uh, and the whole premise was you had to find your wife for the first game. And uh, every time not happened, the dark darkness uh, basically just came to, fuck, came to life and fucked shit up. Yep. And the whole premise for the whole premise for Alan Wake Two or the demo that I saw, like I wanted y'all to watch, y'all apparently didn't watch, was uh, showing you that in the first one, Alan Wake was unexperienced, like he was what the hell's happening? Uh, he was scared, like he was genuinely scared. Uh, it all Alan Wake also had one of the more interesting mechanics where. If you're the enemies in the game, they're kind of psychos. Like, uh, I want to say psychos from Borderlands, but with a more creepy, with a darker, creepy vibe. Like, they'll run up to you, like, they'll say, like, uh, weird shit. And, but they're basically in, invulnerable unless you use your flashlight to basically get rid of the darkness. Like, just to. But, anyway, like, then you could kill them with your guns and whatnot after you've weakened them with light. And the whole premise for Alan Wake 2 is, uh, your alter ego, or the alter ego of Alan Wake, uh, I forgot the name. Like Mr. Blank or something like that? No, it's like Mr. Scratch or something like that, yeah. But, anyway, it was... Like, you're, you're looking for your wife now. Like, for somehow, from the end of, uh... The end of the first one, you find her. Like, she escapes, and you're, you disappear. So, everyone thought that the next Alan Wake sense... Uh... Would be... You play as Alan's wife, Alice. Which, if you see the initials, it would be A-Wake. And it would be... Uh... It's a whole ordeal. You have to play the game. Like, it's... It's, you can find it cheap. It's 
a great game, definitely worth the play for if you have a 360 or PC, a mid-range PC. Yeah, and they and they have a, uh, talked but, about the fact that um, Remedy uh, is actually um, talking to Microsoft about making a HD remake for a remastered version for Xbox One. So hmm. uh, they said it yeah, too. But hopefully, hopefully that happens. I hope it does too, because I, I I mean I. I, I really want to see it. Uh, you know, a single player game. I love that game. It's probably one that I think one of the five or six best IPs of the last generation. So definitely, it's definitely one of the more original ones. Yeah. So I would def- I would most definitely like to see another one. I I'm really surprised that we haven't already gotten another one, especially because we've seen games have worse sales out there than get- like Sleeping Dogs or. Yeah, well, Sleeping, and, Sleeping Dogs really. I don't think Sleeping Dogs is getting a sequel though. Um, no, but we saw like a Sleeping Dogs, which did good, okay, because everyone knew it was a uh, true crimes uh, sequel. Yeah, probably the uh, best true crimes game though. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's <laughs> those games are basically Max Payne clones. So yeah, but oh, what was it I say? I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, you get games like that. It's like, do they really deserve a, a port to the newer consoles? Like, th- we get those type of games. Like, when we get, have games like Alan Wake, Mass Effect. I know I've personally talked trash for half the games on this console generation have been ports of three six previous generation games. And uh, we get some, like, not to say we don't get good ones like Borderlands and... Metro Collection, and which I thought was odd at first, but I knew they were good games, so I'm glad that they got ported. Uh, what were you saying, Tyler? Huh? Oh no, really? I just, I just hope that, um, it does. It, if they do get a, we get a remaster, and if it, and I hope it sells well because I just, if it, it comes, out, if it comes out as a Xbox One exclusive, I that might be enough to get me over the edge to get an Xbox One. Like Alan Wake 2, and then probably Gears of War. And then Gears of War, that would probably get me to buy an Xbox One. So, that's how much I like the game, anyways. But anyway, going back to Alan Wake 2, like, in the first one, uh, he was unexperienced, like, he was scared. Now, this one, like, he's more experienced. He's familiar with, like, working the, the, the battle between light and dark. And... The way they played the game mechanics, like it was ridiculous, awesome. They have a, uh, they had a new feature where hordes of enemies, like it was environmental reaction, like the environment uh, basically was your plaything, mm-hmm. or the plaything of the darkness, where and people like flood at you, like if uh, say uh, I don't know, this was in the demo. Like, if a person, like, a Taken shows up, like, throws their weapon at you and it goes into, like, a fire truck, like, uh, another Taken that can come beside the fire truck and pull it out, pull that weapon out and continue to go on to attack you while others run at you. And, like, it seems like from what I saw in the demo, or I want to say, I want to say video, gameplay, because it was all gameplay, and 
Oh, that's ridiculous. Like, the... It seemed like your decision... Not decisions, but... Like, the difficulty spiked, and especially with a new character, like your alter ego, your... I want to say, not alter ego, doppelganger. Your evil doppelganger is like, you are the bad guy, and you are the good guy. And uh, it's, it's hard to explain. Everyone needs to watch a trailer. Like, it's... A great suspenseful, like uh, a great suspense game. Uh, I think the term they use is psychological thriller. Yeah, that works. Psychological action thriller. Uh, the soundtracks are amazing. Like, I, I want to do a let's play in Al- or a couple let's plays in Alan Wake, but I'd be afraid to, or I can't. Like, I could do it, like no problem, upload them, but do the music that's in the game that makes the game what it is I wouldn't be able to up use the music so like the atmosphere would be partially ruined yeah it's it's like there's scenes in Alan Wake that thrive on the music but uh go ahead uh okay definitely wish I'd watch it cause it's kinda challenging alright well uh Jack do you have anything to add to this one what's that do you have anything you want to add on to that one well, well, no, not really. I haven't, not really too experienced with say, the Alan Wake series at all. To be perfectly honest, I really hope that there's an HD remake that comes to the Xbox One because I would like to play that. <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, I don't have anything really major to contribute. <laughs> okay. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and hop into our uh, conclusion then. Uh, let's actually start with our um, wrestler of the week. We got first, Jack. Well, you know, for wrestler of the week, I just kind of. Kind of decided to give it a break for about this week, though. But what I wanted to do is something that I haven't done in quite a long while, and that's an odd news of the week. So this comes by way of uh, like a random like thing on the internet that, well, that was posted here. It's on IGN and stuff. It's probably on other news sites as well. But uh, apparently, there is a robot that uh, <laughs> use currency to buy drugs, quintessentially. So, from what it says in this article here, an automated online shopping robot set up by a Swiss art collective has run afoul of law enforcement. The bot purchased a Hungarian passport, a baseball cap, with a built-in camera, and some ecstasy. Oh, wow. The bot, known as the Random Darknet Shopper, is given a weekly allowance of $100 USD in Bitcoin and then let loose on the so-called Dark Web, where illicit substances can be bought and sold in a more protected environment than a normal old internet. According to CNET, the Swiss authorities confiscated the bot and its illegal wares in January, and the bot was recently returned to the artists with its purchases intact. Well... The ones that weren't illegal party drugs, at least. The MDMA tablets the were destroyed by the authorities. So, the last part of this article says, The artist behind the the Plorbot, like Median Groupie Bitnik, programmed the robot, though, you know, proband, yeah, programmed the bot to randomly purchase items to come across as it, as it scores the, the dark web. The purchases are then sent to a Swiss art gallery to form an exhibition. <laughs> the artists were not charged as the local police determined the E was never intended to be sold or consumed. 
There have been no reports of the bot attempting to purchase candy necklaces, though. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought it was just a really interesting article because it's like, how random is this? It's like you got like a freaking like Swedish like, like a Swedish like automated robot or something like that that's just going online, just like, just just randomly purchasing things on the dark part of the internet, and all of a sudden it's like. This is what it purchases, like a freaking baseball cap, a Hungarian passport, and some ecstasy. <laughs> Give me one crazy night. I wonder where the hell they got, where they were able to afford ecstasy for $100. Yeah, I, I, I wonder that myself. It's probably was I have no clue, though, but that's just fucking hilarious. What do you think about this, Jake? It's ridiculous. Uh, it's like, that's unbelievable. Like, I can't believe that actually happened. Like, a bot, bot ecstasy. <laughs> Uh, that's oh my well, god! You're, you're a robot, you got nails better to do. Might as well take X. <laughs> then go to a Dead Mouse concert. Yeah, there you go <laughs> with with your hat, with your hat, with the camera on. You can record it, put it on the internet. Make... I wonder what type of baseball cap that it can get. Let's see. What what was it like? Uh, what do you think the baseball cap was of? You know, was it like any baseball teams in the U.S. or? Uh, it was the hat that Ash Ketchum wears. It's probably a dead mouse hat. My very dead mouse hat. It's true. What should be like a freaking? No, it would have been more hilarious if somebody if like bought like a baseball cap of say like the Cleveland Browns and like a Josh Gordon jersey. That would be fucking hilarious. (laughs) He's a Johnny Manziel jersey. (laughs) No, but instead of ecstasy, he would have just like buy like a case of Coors or whatever the hell. Yeah, probably that actually. But yeah, that's the odd news of the week. All right. Robot drugs. <laughs> let's uh let's move on to our trivia of the week. We got first, Jake. Uh, real quick, I want to do a little bit of odd news because this came out uh, today. Okay. Uh, at six fifty-five, Monday, April twentieth, officers in, officers in Colorado Springs responded to shots fired in an alley. <laughs> There, they found a man, Lucas Hinch, who had just fired eight shots into his computer with a 9mm hand. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that, too. You get the blue screen of death. I almost yeah, used like, that, but kept giving, with a robot. It, it kept giving him uh, the blue screen of death. He was so tired and angry that he just took it out back and just shot it to hell. Oh, poor old dealer. You processed your last processor. Actually, the laptop was white. <laughs> So sure, it should have ran away. Oh, that's only reason. That's only the reason the cops came because it was a white uh, computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it was an alien, where no, the response time would have been way yeah. higher, or way lower. Oh my god! And there's your racist comment of the week from Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. Now my trivia of the week. Uh, I just had it. Okay, here we go. Everyone loves Final Fantasy VII, right? Yeah. Loved Final Fantasy VII. Uh, the original design was for the Nintendo 64. But uh, Square canceled the project and moved the PS1 because of the lack of console game or console space on the game cartridges. No surprise. Final Fantasy VII would have filled 13 cartridges. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) A thousand dollar game on 13 (laughs) cartridges. Right. Uh, well, think about it. If the average like game, like for an N sixty four thing, was like sixty dollars. What was it? Five discs. I think it was five discs. Yeah. 
It was. I think it was actually four. To tell you the honest truth. It might have been four. Yeah. Well, like well the then the expansion game. pack came out. If, if they would have made it post expansion pack, would only been like seven card cartridges. <laughs> There's actually like beta footage of the Final Fantasy VII prototype online, you know, for the N64, where they basically use character sprites from, say, Final Fantasy VI and tried to like have a various like boss. Like they had like a uh, what was it? They had Locke. I think Setzer was there as well, but uh, Locke from they... uh, Lost. No, Locke oh. from Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> That's a different Locke. <laughs> Damn it, John Locke. <laughs> John Locke. John Locke at 64-bit graphics. <laughs> Out of breath. Oh, man, now I want to play a 64-bit Lost game. <laughs> just, it's just Locke running and constantly trying to catch his breath. <laughs> oh, you have like, to go back! Locke running, killing... <laughs> Rock? Rock? No, that's... One I know. Uh, that's why I Locke it. just running through the fort, running through the fort, wilderness, stabbing boars, uh... Chasing giant black smoke monsters and beating through hatches. Hmm. Let's do that. Make that. Someone, please. That's Andy Develop. Please make that game. If that is a game, please email me at. <laughs> Let's make an N64 game of Lost. <laughs> no, not even an N64 game. Just an 8 bit game. Like, uh. 8 eight or 16 bit game of just John Locke running through a uh, forest killing killing boar chasing black smoke monsters and beating on hatches John Locke riding on boars <laughs> okay let's uh okay well let's go ahead and wrap up the show then uh if you want to hear more from us we are on Facebook we have a page and a group we are Generation Gaming on there we're also on Twitter at GenGamingNet. Same with YouTube and Twitch. I know uh, Jake's been doing a lot of streaming on Twitch under H2O Baby Dragon. Uh, that is his account. Uh, but it, and he's also posting them on our YouTube page, GenGamingNet. We do do some um, exclusive bonus content on there. Um, so if you want to hear it on there, it's also on there. Also, we also put a, po- a podcast up on there too. But we put them up earlier on iTunes. So obviously you found us on one of those. So if you, if you want to hear us... The other one, find us on there. Uh, if you found us, if you found us on uh, Windows, uh, Zune fucking platform called Zune. Now, if you found if you found us on Zune, you'll be here for my lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure. <laughs> no, you won't. I was just gonna send you an email asking how you figured that out. But um, it, it, first, why you have a like, Zune? Yeah, you have two options. You have two options. Why are you still using Zoom when Xbox Music Player is a thing now? Second off, how'd you do it? Third off, if you don't uh, take it down or don't give me the ownership, my lawyers will be here for you. But, you know, but thank you for the download. We appreciate it. Um, but uh, that's pretty much the rest of our show. I was wondering how those three downloads got there. Yeah, that's Yeah, that was the other three that we couldn't figure out. The other uh, three. That makes up 42% of our listeners. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I talked, I talked trash, but it's because I own Discern. Yeah, well, I was a late adopter to the iPhones, iPods. Mm, idiot. Yes. Uh, but let's go ahead. Oh, it's because I, ha- it's because I had a Windows PC, an Xbox 360, uh, now Xbox One, but that I didn't have. Do you have a Windows time. Phone now too? So I want. No, I did have a Windows Phone. It, it was the Ken. It was the Ken too. 
It, it was like a half of a hockey. No, that was a Ken doll. You, you got mixed up. You got a Ken doll. What? He's Jake but, was a big fan of Barbies back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's like so. I had all of Windows products, so I was like, why would I change that for when the only Apple device I would have it and actually do have now is the iPhone. And I was like, so I just keep all my stuff the same. And there was a time where uh, iPhone iPods didn't work on 360s. They still, they still do, actually. Uh, at least when Apple, Apple bought music, you can't use on 360. But, um, you know what? I think that's our show for the week, guys. Thank you for listening. This was episode 96 of the Generation Human Podcast. I was your host for the week, Tyler. I was the Jack of Hearts. I've been a Zoom fan 504. Yes. Uh, bye. bye. Nudist to beach. GG, everyone. Do we have forms to that?